Welcome to The Talent Scout. I'm your host, Shane Keen, and I'm a recruitment advertiser with a company called Scout Talent. Yes, you heard that correctly. It is the reverse of our podcast name. Every week, I'm going to give you a snapshot of some of the recruitment issues we're all facing, along with the occasional healthy dose of sarcasm, and maybe even some solutions. I know I'm certainly guilty of it too, but I think a lot of us have this perception that with unemployment on the rise, candidate attraction is no longer important, or at the very least, not as important as it was. It took me a little time to realize that this is in fact not true, and given how quickly many organizations reduce their HR, recruitment, and employer branding teams, it's pretty clear that I'm not the only one who took some time to learn this lesson. Now, here we are, drowning in resumes and wondering why no one who actually meets our requirements is applying. The truth of the issue is that candidate attraction matters more now than it ever did before. Universum, an employer branding company, recently surveyed the talent attraction teams within over a thousand businesses worldwide that are currently recruiting, and their findings underpin this point. Some of their key takeaways were, first and foremost, despite record high unemployment, hiring for critical talent is expected to get harder. This is because even though more applicants are applying for your roles, the top talent that are applying has not increased. And in some cases, it may have even diminished given individuals that are currently employed are less interested in moving around right now. They also found that the appeal of working for startups may be losing its luster. Bad news if you're a startup, but if you're an organization that struggled to appeal to millennials over nearby startups, this might be music to your ears. Whether based in fact or not, startups are viewed as a riskier prospect by candidates in this uncertain economy. It's probably not a surprise, but recruiting for diversity remains a top priority as well. Given all of the social injustice that has been brought to the cultural conversation this year, diversity practices are going to be highly appealing to candidates. They're going to be looking for diversity within your recruitment and within your overall organization. With recession looming, employee engagement is now a key priority for employer branding leaders. I don't need to tell you that this year has been tough for all of us. Your employees are feeling it and it's impacting their ability to work. Though they may be afraid of change, if a company with an excellent reputation makes them a good offer, they may just take it. Right now, you cannot afford to lose your strongest players. And finally, talent marketing adaptions due to the pandemic may usher in a new normal. Candidates like the digital changes we've made to our recruitment processes. They enjoy the flexibility of video interviewing. This is likely going to be a candidate expectation going forward. Hopefully that gives you a bit of a lay of the land. Things have certainly changed when it comes to what candidates are looking for and how we go about appealing to those candidates will need to change too. Thankfully, the overall principles of candidate attraction remain the same. As always, the first step towards finding your ideal candidate is getting together with your hiring panel or stakeholders and all agreeing exactly what it is that you're looking for and why. I say this all of the time, but it's not good enough to say that you're looking for 10 years experience and a master's degree and then to hit send on your job description. Why can someone with 10 years of experience do the job instead of someone with nine years of experience? Why can someone with a master's do the job better than someone with a bachelor's degree? If you're picking these qualifications because they just sound correct, then you need to stop and start again. Dig into what exactly you're looking for and make sure that everyone agrees so you don't all have a different perception of what an ideal candidate looks like. The next thing to do is check in with your employer brand. 
If you're in the middle of a recruitment campaign right now, you probably don't have time to do this, but if you're not, use this time to your advantage and see where you stand. Google your organization or look at the reviews about your company on sites like Glassdoor and Indeed. If the first one is good, then that is awesome. But on average, candidates will scroll and read up to four reviews or articles through Google. What do the first four look like? Is there a problem to be found? If so, you need to do some work to fix it, because while you may be receiving tons of resumes when you look for someone to join your team at the moment, if you have a negative online presence associated with you, I can guarantee that those excellent candidates who meet your requirements will see it and either won't apply or will drop out of your recruitment process. Once you know where you stand and you know who you're looking for, it's time to start working on your job description. I know a lot of organizations have a tendency to just copy and paste their job description with a quick amendment to the responsibilities and qualifications. If you're hiring for the exact same role every time, then maybe you can get away with that. But even in that scenario, I'd urge you to read the information you're putting out there. Is it still relevant and factual? Especially with all of the changes that 2020 has produced. If you're not hiring the exact same sort of role every time, then the copy and paste has to go. You need a new job description, or at the very least, several different job descriptions to target the sort of people you're looking for. For instance, when describing your company, individuals who are going to be joining your finance team might be most interested in learning about your stock figures and your growth plans, while a project manager may not care much about that at all and instead be much more interested in learning about the sorts of projects your company is committed to producing. As a rule of thumb, treat your job descriptions as a conversation between yourself and your prospective applicant. It shouldn't be a laundry list of demands, but should instead be a well-written description of your company, the role, the requirements, and the benefits that you're offering. It also has to be said that using the sentence, competitive salary and benefits, isn't sufficient. List out your benefits and talk about why you're the best company to work for. A benefit isn't helping your candidate attraction efforts if no one knows about it until they join your organization. In terms of advertising your role, the old methods still hold true. You want to have a mix of active advertising on job boards and headhunting using LinkedIn's recruiter license or Indeed's resume searcher tool. If you can't access those avenues due to the costs, then reach out to a recruiter like ourselves who use those tools day in and day out to work on the headhunting for you. Headhunting is more important now than ever because it's now possibly the only way to get your role in front of those people who most meet your requirements. I opened this episode talking about how important candidate attraction is nowadays, but I really want to hammer that point home as I conclude. A good strategy around your candidate attraction is fundamental if you're going to weather the current climate of uncertainty and continue to grow. The onslaught of resumes we're all facing off against at the moment may give you an okay hire, but an okay hire isn't going to drive your organization forward and they're certainly not going to help you adapt to any changes that might be waiting for us down the line. Take the time now to consider how you're going to position yourself to go after the top talent that your organization needs in order to continue to grow and thrive. Talent Scout is a Scout Talent production. If you've got a challenging role that you're struggling to fill or an applicant tracking system that just isn't meeting your needs, then the Scout Talent team can help. The Talent Scout podcast is hosted by Shane Keane. Researching is by Mark Sheehan and Shane Keane. Production and editing is by Mark Sheehan. For access to all of the recruitment content produced by our recruitment specialists, including in-depth free webinars on everything from hunting that purple unicorn to best practices for interviews, go to www.scouttalent.ca and follow the resources link.